0: Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. I think we don't have the talent that we had planned on. But I think you uh, uh, have the talent that if you uh, don't have those setbacks early, uh, you'll win ball games. We have that kind of talent. Uh, I'm not deliberately uh, wanting to uh, make excuses, but we can play better uh, than we played last night by simply not having early turnovers. That's Jerry Jones. Clearly stressed over the Cowboys' 2-4 and four start, kind of trying to explain it away. But he wants to win the Super Bowl, and they're so far away from it. They're not going to do it unless he gives up football control. But until then, he's Jerry Jones, and they're the Cowboys, PK. So he talks, and people listen.
1: So how they win Super Bowls before? He didn't have control?
0: No, Jimmy Johnson did. But he's well, named himself general manager. I think Jimmy's retired now. Plus, they got on each other's nerves. And then apparently they were in some bar and got liquored up and got into an argument and called each other's names, and that was the end of that.
1: That sounds like me and you. We've managed to overcome it.
0: Not everybody is as team-oriented as us, PK. Uh, the NFL has a plan. They can move the Super Bowl back as far as four weeks if the games continue to be rescheduled. That comes from Green Bay Packers president Mark Murphy. He made the comments during a pep rally, a virtual pep rally, that was held ahead of Green Bay's game against Tampa Bay. We haven't heard the NFL say that, but it makes sense. There's so much money at stake, and they're the NFL, so if they move on the calendar, a lot of viewers will go with them.
1: Oh, geez, I think everybody will, won't they? I mean, those who want to go... I don't think so. those who want to go are not going to say, nah, I'm not going to go because they moved it back. I mean, we understand this is a situation here and then you're right. That just makes total sense that they would do that. I would actually suspect that it would be moved back a week or two minimum. It'll be interesting to see what it does for the golf in Phoenix, you know, because that place is just crazy on Super Bowl weekend because so many people come in, go to the golf tournament. It's funny. You want to go to the golf tournament, you go on Sunday because it has a, like less than half the crowd because people are scattering to get home or get in front of the television with the Super Bowl so I think we as an American public demand that the Super Bowl be played unless it's absolutely impossible and so if they move it back a few weeks so be it
0: the Saints have approved 3,000 fans in attendance California is going to let fans into outdoor stadiums for pro sporting events on a county-by-county county basis, right now, Santa Clara County, where the Niners play, meets the threshold. So the Niners could get a few thousand fans in there. Uh, apparently not so much in L.A. right now. We'll have to see how that goes. So we'll keep seeing a scattering of fans at games. Well, PK. Santa Clara said that's not happening. There are officials in the county. Not prepared to allow it. Give it time.
1: A scattering or a smattering?
0: Either one. Well, except in Santa Clara. Not I like yet. smattering.
1: You like yeah, smatter? I think it makes a big
0: difference.
2: You can scatter yeah. the smatter of people in the Even if there's just, the uh, as you
1: say, a few thousand. Yeah. I, I think it makes a difference. I mean, it looks. It just looks more normal, and I want things to return to normal if possible.
0: The Washington Football Team still might be going by that name. Football Team uh, next year. The team president said there's Guys. a pretty good chance they'll have another year of this. Pigskins, PK. Guys. You got more time to make it happen. <laughs> Get yourself on a Washington radio show and throw that out there, would you? Tell me that doesn't make total sense. It does. They want to call them the Skins. <laughs> yes. It's football. Pig Skins. <laughs> right. They keep the color skin. The team Everything that had the nickname the place. Hogs for years. Right. Perfect. The O-line was the Hogs. This works. <laughs> would
1: you get on that?
0: And me? like most things
1: that I do... I'll let you have the credit.
0: Oh, thanks, PK. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Let's get to some real football news here. The Dolphins are making the quarterback switch. This broke during the show uh, late yesterday to final hour. The news came out. They're going with Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama. The rookie's going to be their starting quarterback. He's going to re- replace Ryan Fitzpatrick. There are many odd things about this. Uh, Fitzpatrick had a couple games, and the Dolphins are 3-3 three and three in a game out of the division lead. But prioritizing the long-term good of the franchises over the possibility of getting into a playoff this year and then having to hit reset with another quarterback. They're going with Tua. Why not start him against the Jets, who are horrible? The thing was they want him to play without starting, put him in kind of at the end of the game when there's less pressure. Plus, they got a bye week, an extra week to get him ready. And man, it's going to be a good team. He's going to have to play the Rams. So, But they're doing it now, not in uh, December or not next year. Get on with it already because that's now, I don't going
1: to care a week or two the opponent or two because you need to find out if this guy can play. There's no guarantee as we've seen many many times over just because you're picked high that's all well and good as far as you making the team early but you got to be able to play and draft spot has no bearing on whether you can play or not. So they got to get going on this thing here for multitude of reasons.
0: DJ and PK Hashtag college football.
2: Chris, I know you had BYU Houston over the weekend. BYU to me has one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Zach Wilson. I had them week one against Navy. You guys all know how that went. I was so impressed by him in every facet, not just his performance on the field, but he is such a good kid. He was so fun to talk to. He's so charismatic. He's a cutie patootie too. Um, (laughs) Give me your impressions of BYU and Zach Wilson. I'm just going to like profess it here. My
1: love for Zach Wilson is off the charts. I had him last year, and like it's hard over Zoom when you walk in a room with him and he's got these crystal blue eyes, and he looks <laughs> like a boy band
0: guy, right? He has the look of a quarterback. I'm tired of quarterbacks being objectified, PK, for their physical looks.
1: Well, it depends on how you want to go with that. For me, I don't have a problem with it, but could you imagine if it was the other way around? Yes. I mean,
0: <laughs> the suspensions would follow. Suspensions? Now, you mean firing. firings? Firings. Uh, probably
1: terminations, yeah. But, you know, when you listen to uh, Allison Williams, who I'm familiar with, I've been on the sidelines with her many times over. Not sure who the other woman is. Chris Budden. I, I mean, I know I got it. I mean, you can yeah. see the name here. Yawks sends me the thing. I'm looking at the name. I follow it. I don't know who that is. I happen to know who Allison Williams is. I don't know her personally. But, as I say, I've been on the sideline I've probably been on the sideline with the other lady. I just don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, to me, I can take that in the context that it was meant. I don't think that everything has to be treated equal in that way. So somehow, it, maybe this is just me, somehow it seems more acceptable under this circumstance because uh, just women have been harassed for their looks for so many years, uh, good and bad, and, and that's a joke. Remember when Brent Musburger, when I was at A.J. McCarron's girlfriend? hmm And he just went on, quarterbacks always get the babes. blah, 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 blah. I thought that was ridiculous because, you know, if you're raising a teenage girl who isn't a babe, uh, you know, what do they think on that? And and so, but here somehow I can, I can accept it better, but I know some people would have a fit on that.
0: University of Utah junior running back TJ Green has announced that he is going to enter the NCAA transfer portal. He ran for 258 yards and a touchdown in limited action. He played in 25 career games for Utah. PK, the first thing I thought when I saw this was the depth chart is shaking out and he's not as high on it as he'd like to be.
1: Not at all. No, that's the one thing. I mean, that's just clear. I mean, he his name has not been mentioned in running back because of Zach Moss and the heavy load that he has carried as the all-time leading rusher. It's an obvious question. Who's going to replace him? is it going to be a singular is it going to be multiple and when they get to multiple and they list three guys and you're not named well gosh i wondered because he's a phoenix kid and so i went back this is a while back now because he's been here for three years and i heard some folks tell me okay this kid's a player that's a nice uh, recruit that they were able to lure up to salt lake from uh the phoenix area it was the prior administration i believe As far as the coaches so I don't I don't know what was going on there it wasn't Herm Edwards staff if I remember correctly I might not Uh, but this to me this is good news for Utah on multiple fronts based on what I had heard now just because you were all that in high school doesn't mean you're going to do that in college we've seen that a thousand times over but I'd heard good things about the kid coming out of the Phoenix area and so that means, as you say, the depth chart must mean that they are kids that are better because these guys want to win at all costs, basically, the coaches. And they're not going to play favorites, I wouldn't think. And so if this kid, who is supposed to be good, isn't getting any time, that means you got quality guys. And then if he wants to leave, that frees up the scholarship. He's probably not going to play unless you had major injuries, you know. I guess that's one thing maybe you would want that protection.
0: Yeah, if you had a slew of injuries and you would want the depth. But on the whole, I think when there's a miss or they recruit over the top or the combination of both, I think the the player usually wants to go somewhere where he can play, so it'll be interesting to see where T.J. Green goes and, and how much he plays. And then the coaches usually want the scholarship back to make the next That's class bigger to see if they can hit again on a star player. So And
1: this is to me, this is a classic example of why kids should be able to have that get-out-of-jail-free card, so to speak, because I don't think that as far as I know and I'm, I'm not tight in this situation that he did anything wrong and it's a playing time issue mm-hmm. so if he wants to go to say he want to go to BYU just use that as an example he should be able to play next year say he wanted to go back home to go to the U of A mm-hmm. he should be able to be eligible to play next year he didn't do anything wrong he just got beat
0: out uh, his social media post said he had his degree too so, even better that's... he's not listed as a grad transfer I can tell you that much and well,
1: so irregardless,
0: <clears throat> yeah. this he, is what the rule should be. Yeah, I agree with you, PK. It should be the rule where he's eligible to play. Uh, Mountain West Conference due to kick off this weekend, but CSU and New Mexico will not be kicking off due to an outbreak in New Mexico. So the Mountain West has de- declared the game no contest, no plan to reschedule the game because the Mountain West and, and the Pac-12, when it gets going, there, there are no bye weeks built into this and unlike pro football and this really mystifies me but whatever college football isn't going to move their playoffs back and allow room for more games to be rescheduled which clearly the Pac-12 the Big 12 uh, the Big 10 and the Mountain West could need but i think it's not out of the realm that other leagues would need it too but it just doesn't seem like there's going to be any movement there the, the NFL's building that in as a contingency plan but it doesn't sounds like college football's locked in
1: well, a couple of things here. I immediately—I don't know, but I immediately go to who's what political party is the governor in New Mexico, and secondly, uh, it, it's New Mexico football. And the reality is, who cares? I mean, thirdly, this is happening in the county that the University of Michigan is in, but yet the Mich- University of Michigan is still going to play.
0: Winning, winning matters. And Michigan does have a Democratic governor. New Mexico does have a Democratic governor.
1: But Michigan football is bigger than a <laughs> governor.
0: You, you think? <laughs> Albuquerque and Arbor. Back, back to that whole thing about winning.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And I, 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 I'd be lying if it didn't say it raises my eyebrow. What's going on? Why is one situation, as you say, both situations? Now, you, are, I don't know about those, but you do or you looked it up real quick, one of the two, and yet Michigan is still able to do it. So it's, I read it this morning. It's on the those the stories on ESPN where they have like they highlight five or six stories, and I read it this morning.
0: Yeah. Now, having said that, last weekend, the three top ten teams didn't play. Uh, Oklahoma State at Baylor, and both those states have Republican governors. I didn't know all this, but when you started bringing it up over and over, I started looking at where the, the powers were. Uh, Eighth-ranked Cincinnati didn't play Tulsa; those are both Republican governors, and LSU didn't go to tenth-ranked Florida, and those are both Republican governors. So, well, because they had it on the teams, though. Oh, as opposed to the county, a yes. team breakout versus a county breakout. Well, New Mexico's had an outbreak on their team; they've been dealing with that. Oh, for really? Because the the, the story so. I saw, and I probably saw this. They when can't when work P-K out with more than five guys right now. But yeah. additionally, they've had. But an that's outbreak two in different the things there, right? But he's saying that they they check both boxes. They've had the county outbreak and they've had the team outbreak.
1: Yeah, if you have the team outbreak, it doesn't matter who's in better not matter who's in charge.
0: (laughs) And then of course there's the other thing that it's New Mexico football. Exactly. Right. Got a chance to minimize the losses. Go Lobos. We've been practicing with five guys, not even eleven on eleven, and CSU's probably gonna beat us, so yeah, I'm not gonna fight this that hard. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Great person, great coach. We've we've done a lot of basketball together, side by side. He certainly deserves the job. The Pacers got a good one. Pacers hiring Raptors assistant coach Nate Bjorkren. That was Nick Nurse, the Raptors head coach, losing an assistant there. So the Pacers saw somebody who worked on a winning team, someone who had been a head coach at uh, NBA G League. So uh, that combination. A new name, not recycling somebody, PK. Goodness knows there's a lot of musical chairs going on at Doc Rivers and Tyron Lue getting, uh, let's see, for Doc it would be his fourth job, right? And then for uh, Tyron Lue it would be his second
1: Who knows, man? Who's Nate McMillan? He doesn't know basketball?
0: (laughs) I think Nate McMillan's a good coach. I think somebody ought to snap him up.
1: (laughs) Right. So, I I don't know on this. I I like it's a fresh name. I'd never heard of him. I don't pay attention to the assistant coaches of the Raptors. Particularly if they hadn't played. If they'd played in the league, maybe.
0: Raptors haven't won a... uh... Haven't won a playoff series. Excuse me, the Raptors. The Raptors won plenty. And a championship. No, the Pacers haven't won a uh, a playoff series since uh, what, like 2014 or 15 now. They've been just, swept the last three years. Yeah, yeah, They've been in. Larry Bird ain't walking <laughs> through that door. <laughs> Neither is Paul George. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League
2: Baseball. Max Muncy, who was released by the A's. Now he's their cleanup hitter. He grounds the first. Throw home and not
0: in time. Around the tag is Betts. Return. time. Great base running by Mookie Betts, and it's 3-1 Dodgers here in the fifth inning.
2: And he is greeted by Betts. A shot into right, back
0: at the wall, and it's gone.
2: One pitch, one more run. And the first Dodger
0: postseason home run for Mookie Betts, 7-1. And the Dodgers go on to beat the Rays 8-3. I thought the major storylines that Dodgers need and that Dodger fans always complain about at some point Uh, Larry the Laker does an outstanding job of complaining about them. I thought they got all the storylines they needed. That was a really strong start from Clayton Kershaw, just a run on two hits over six innings. The bullpen, which sometimes is flinched. I mean, they had a five-run lead in the 8th and ninth, but they didn't give up any runs in the 8th and ninth. And they gave Mookie Betts a gazillion dollars, and, man, he seemed to be worth every penny of it, from manufacturing a run to hitting the ball hard and... uh, they also have Bellinger. Hey, he's got a hole in his swing. Man, if I've seen that on Twitter one time, I've seen it 100. Yeah, well, he hit the ball pretty hard, too. It was everything they wanted, PK.
1: Oh, sure. Well, you just want to win by one run, but I get your point. I mean, Kershaw was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's just he dominated the strike zone. He doesn't overpower guys. He's only getting to 93 now at tops, but he was he was all over the curveball, the slider, were working great it was sensational absolutely i'd send him home now clayton thanks for your good work we <laughs> are in texas you're from here you're only like 40 30 miles away this way you don't have to worry about the storylines and mookie betts uh, 5'9 170 pounds just what a ball player he's really really good and he could do so many different things. What's so unfortunate, and this really has just bugged me over a number of years. I've seen it and I've mentioned it. And it's bugged me for 20-some years. The number of African-Americans are our country's guys who don't play the game anymore. I mean, he's the only African-American on the uh, in the World Series. And that's just so freaking unfortunate. And I snuffed it out years ago when I was covering high schools in South Central, that was my area. My wife taught there, so I have extensive area in South Central, unlike a lot of people who want to tell you about how it is, and they've never been to these communities, been to these communities many times. My wife taught there for many, many years. So were you there when
0: the high school baseball numbers started dropping? Absolutely, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. there was hard at Washington High. Which, you know, give you a little... My wife taught at Washington High for a number of years. And if you want some uh, street cred, you know Ice Cube? You may have heard of O'Shea Jackson, Ice Cube. Maybe. He's been in the news lately. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he went to freaking Washington, just to give you an idea. Of, uh, he also, I think, went to Taft. But he started his uh, high school days at Washington. If you do the math, there was a good chance my wife was there teaching when uh, old O'Shea was there. And, yeah, and so you'd have over 100 kids try out for basketball because it was the height of showtime. And you, and, and you could barely get 15 kids out to play baseball. And it bothered me then, and I knew the baseball coaches in those areas, and they were all African-American, and obviously they were all baseball guys. And it bothered them too, so that's just my little soapbox. And Bellinger, yeah, I mean, if he, if he gets a contact, he has an uppercut. It's designed to drive the ball out. And it did. Although the, the relief pitching and they got really, really lucky
0: because <laughs> I
1: think they had guys on what second and third. Uh-huh. And the guy hits a bullet back.
0: That should have been a two-run single.
1: And uh, what was it, uh, Gonzalez? The, the pitcher stabs it in midair. and of course, second that just gets up, doubles yeah. off.
0: Stuck his glove out and it hit it. <laughs>
1: that could have created a little more tension, but yep. breaks of the game.
0: Game two tonight, 6 o'clock on Fox. Blake Snell will try to even it up for the Rays tonight. and The Dodgers are talking about going with the, the bullpen game, the combination game. In game two, man, everything's changed. Shouldn't you be running out your second ace, PK? Because you got a deep staff.
1: Well, I mean, they had to use him in the prior series because yeah. he went seven.
0: All right, bullpen game for the Dodgers. We'll see if that works. DJ and PK, time to welcome in Dr. K from Stewart Healthcare, the disc replacement center. Dr. K, you're here to talk to formerly active people whose backs are now limiting them from being as active as they'd like. You see that all the
2: time? We do, and a lot of active players, whether it's, you know, you're out there playing baseball, playing golf, playing tennis, whatever it may be. A lot of people hurt their backs and their necks, and uh, we're here to help them and help them get back to much more function, you know. And that's what we do with the disc Replacement Center, where we compare to fusions, where you lose motion with Dish Replacement now, we can preserve that motion, which is absolutely crucial.
0: So I've talked to uh, orthopedic doctors before, and they've said, yep, ski season's good for business. Does it have the same impact on you?
2: You know, again, with with, with injuries as, as severe that you can get in skiing, like hitting a tree or mm-hmm. coming off a jump and really breaking something, usually that ends up in a trauma center. What I end up seeing a lot of athletes who injure themselves... Uh, more of a not the extremes uh, that you can see in something like skiing but in the winter we do see a little bit of a spike and uh, i think some of that may be just some of the smaller injuries yeah so
0: you see uh, people who've hurt themselves uh, with a violent golf swing or that kind of stuff that, it,
2: that's it, a pretty common yeah, right <laughs> i keep telling him swing easy do you see with uh,
0: younger people, is it older people in the back breaking down over time so that it's a little bit of trauma maybe, but it's also just the uh, wear and tear?
2: You know, so early on when I was doing disc replacement, it would be usually younger patients because you wanted discs that weren't so far advanced that uh, it was mm-hmm. just very difficult to achieve uh, kind of re reachieve motion. But now I see them all across the spectrum, 40s, 50s, 60s. Last week I did a disc replacement on a lady who was in her 70s.
0: So how much uh, flexibility and movement and how pain-free can you be coming out of this? How how good are these discs?
2: They're amazingly good. You know, they, uh, again, uh, some of these patients, especially if they've lost their motion and uh, they've been in pain for 10, 15, 20 years, they come in and if they're the right candidate for the procedure, if they have the right indications, we do the surgery. And uh, most of them when they come back at three weeks, I mean, it's it's not uncommon for me to have a patient who says, look, I haven't felt this good in 15, 20 years.
0: Wow. So how do they get a... how do they get ahead a hold of you at Stewart Healthcare?
2: Well, they can go to our website, which is fixdisc.com, F-I-X-D-I-S-C.com, <clears throat> excuse me, or they can call our number.
0: All right. Uh, Stewart Healthcare,
2: the disc replacement center. Uh, does insurance cover all of this? They do. They do. And now it's it, it was a challenge for many years, but now all insurances will cover disc replacement.
0: All right. The disc replacement center in West Jordan. Find them online. com. right?
2: That is correct. Do- Thank you.
0: Dr. K, Joining us. Thanks, Doc.
2: Absolutely. My pleasure.